You're listening to the Self Renovators Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Johnny, Melvin, and Babes. Hi, I'm comedian and former psychotherapist Taylor Glenn. And I'm comedian and enthusiastic self help skeptic Caroline Maybe. We're, We're the Self Renovators. We're on a mission to find the self improvement silver bullet. The quick fix to fix all fixes. By road testing whatever tips, tools, and tasks we can find. So you don't have to. Nothing's too bizarre, as long as it comes with big promises. And as little effort as possible. All right. Let's Let's renovate. Hello. Well, hello to you. Hello to you, Taylor. Caroline, how are you doing today? I'm very good, but my eyes are bit twitchy. Your eyes are twitchy. Yeah. Both eyes. Both of them. That's a bad sign. In sequence. Oh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Are they no. keeping even rhythm? They're not... I say twitchy, I don't think it was the right word. They're actually a bit blurry. About a year ago, I had an eye test. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just laughing at my disability. About a year ago, I had an eye Let test. Let me tell you a story. Okay. About a year ago, I had an eye test. Yeah. And they persuaded me I needed glasses. Um, but then I didn't. I bought the glasses, but I only yeah. need them for threading a needle. I remember you wearing those glasses for a time around for your like neck, like and then 20 minutes. suddenly, <laughs> and then I was convinced it was just like an accessory that you were yeah. experimenting. But I with. think maybe the time has come because I can't see anything. Oh, so you're like strainy eyes. Mm, strain. Oh, it's all strainy old eyes. Old strainy eyes over here. Well, geez, I wasn't expecting that. No, and I tell you what, that's a lesson for you. Never okay. ask Caroline how she is, or you will get an answer <laughs> like that. Okay? How are you? Aren't you going to ask how my eyes yeah. are? How are your eyes? They're good. Cover I, your eyes. I had laser eye a few years ago. Did you? I was very, I had very bad vision. Did you? Yeah, it was like a miracle. Like swimming? Oh, so Like nice. swimming. A miracle like swimming. A miracle just like swimming. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean, like swimming? Well, because when you're that, you know, blind, um, it's Everything's hard to... like sw- swimming. <laughs> it's hard to swim it's in like lenses. Underwater. Like, I always had oh. to keep my eyes really carefully shut, and sometimes the lenses would, like, fold up and stuff. So to just have the freedom to be able to see while you're walking into the ocean... Can you get lens oh. goggles? Yes. I but you chose I chose not another to. route. I chose another route. So, so you can see when you walk into the ocean to your certain death. Yes. <laughs> I, I ever drown myself? My own suicide. <laughs> okay. And that has nothing to do with nothing. our task. It this was episode, a bit of a bluff. I like it. A bit of a bluff. You know, that's what podcasts are all about. I've been binging so many podcasts, and all they do is talk. So I know. Boring. So we're following in. We're not doing... No, we're not. We're not all they do is talk. This week, we're singing. It is the Sing Your Fears Challenge. Oh, I was so glad you came up with this. I know. We nearly had to go to laughter yoga. We will go to laughter yoga. We will do laughter yoga, but that's a real commitment. And we had just done a class, so we thought, let's do something... You our fears, even though we're afraid of singing our fears. This is the episode where we get to put our love of just breaking into song, breaking into into a, task. a song. 
I mean, you guys already enjoy all of our jingles, and we're like, you know mm-hmm. what an episode needs is jingles, and then more jingles. Yes, that big are the task, so. jingles. We're having jingles for Ooh, dinner Caroline's today. Caroline's really excited the task. <laughs> now, there was no specification around this. It wasn't oh, no, like... No, it was a hearsay. It wasn't a tip I found on the... It was hearsay. It was heresy. Where had you heard of it? Um, I heard it... Um, I heard it. Do you know what? In fact, I'll attribute it exactly where I heard it. Okay. Two separate uh, stand-up routines, coincidentally by lady female comedians. Of course. Um, Maria Bamford and Susie Ruffle. Right. Okay. Both wonderful. Both very different. Uh, Both have routines where they talk about their therapist telling them to sing their fears and anxieties in order to... Like, manage them, yeah. I guess. And I thought, if it's good enough for Maria Bamford and Susie Ruffle, it's good enough for us to self-renovate. Exactly. I loved that you had two different comedy sources. That's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. That's science enough for me. Um, but so, I immediately felt jealous because I've had, like, five therapists and none of them ever told me to sing. Dip I felt it. really let down. And nor did I ever recommend this to anybody I cannot imagine having suggested this to a patient. Like, I'd feel, like, really dodgy about being like, you, you know what like you should charlatan? do? A little bit. But yeah. then when I read the science... Well, I we sort of embarked on it without giving ourselves any rules and without, like, you just took it That's on, why on I trust. Because <laughs> there were no rules. No. It was just me, my phone, and audio recordings. Like, it was the most freeing task because I got to keep my screen. I didn't need a pen and paper. There were no rules, and I love breaking out in a song. And I I had big, fancy ideas about this. I thought it felt really good at the start, didn't it? And then Mm. I was like, I'm going to learn garage band. Oh, you were going to, like, compose. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) be... <laughs> we were going to have a Christmas number one, Taylor. We were going to Caroline um, Lloyd Webber it. Caroline Lloyd Webber. But it just turns out, as you can hear, my warblings are not entirely tuneful. Um, and I just wobble the same warble all the time. I think we all have a default default warble tune that we I, go into you know, right if we ever hit the big time and and have to uh redo these tasks but with uh experts right i would like to get the judges from the x factor to yes. sort of give us a boot camp yes or maybe not i mean i would like proper like an opera yeah <gasps> this would be the best version of the voice they should do the sing your fears version of the voice <gasps> so and the chairs are turned Nobody turns around. No one turns around because it's anxiety and, and that's your fear. Wants your awful. But I would singing. watch that show all day. People oh just going up like, my mother never loved me and I'm afraid I am never gonna be intimate with anyone. It's a no from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so we're gonna take that pitch to television. Should we get into some of the science? Yes. I was so happy because Caroline found my favorite publication in the Atlantic. It's all you need, guys. The Atlantic is like, why? The Atlantic needs to sponsor us because I know they're looking for things like this to support. (laughs) I don't even know what the Atlantic is, except that you mention it every episode. I love all of their... They just write about interesting stuff and I always agree with them, always. So this article was called Relieve Your Anxiety by Singing It. 
Mm-hmm. And it was remarking on the fact that therapists, in fact, have been prescribing this. Now, in the States, they're um, using this app called Song Songify. Songify. This was... But I cannot find it now. It was big in 2011. Mm. And I think... I don't know when this article was written. A couple of years ago? 2016. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think in this country you can get Songify. I couldn't find it on the app it's store bent. either. There were loads of knockoff ones. I downloaded I one. A couple. Yes, did you find, oh, it had a funny name, Smule. Yeah. <laughs> but Smule are the makers of Songify. Are they? Yes. That's Songify, brought to you by Smule. But Smule is like, it's gone so, so ba- we, we've got ahead of ourselves here. We have. Because we're going to explain what Songify is, but it's really, really simple. Yeah. That you... Um, it takes your spoken word and auto-tunes it and puts it yeah. onto a backing track. Yeah. And I think beyond that, you can choose between various backing... Tra- I've seen videos of people doing it. Right? Yeah, I've yeah, experienced yeah. it myself. They're all good-looking, um, the ones in the ad. I'm just saying. I'm sure. Um, and Very that's smoothly. what's important. Mm-hmm. But you... So you you say your fear... It doesn't have to be a fear, but... <laughs> Sorry, please insert fear. <laughs> please try again. I'm afraid of not... Fi- oh, no, but yeah, you don't say you, you say it's, it. It's like it's just almost auto-tuning it, your words into a song. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it puts it... Uh, yeah. yeah. Basically, and, every song from Trolls. Ugh. Yeah, sounds Fear like it was made in Songify. But, but yeah, that's all it does. Mm-hmm. And but now things have moved on so much, you can't get that simple thing anymore. And now they're all too complicated. Yeah, and as soon as I downloaded Smule, it's like, oh, well, you can have a free trial, but then we'll automatically renew. And I yeah, never I say yes to that because I will no. never remember to cancel my Smule. So you know what? We freestyled. It's a cappella. You know why? Because we don't hide behind our fears. We just put them out there with no music. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna love that. Oh, next time beatboxing <laughs> so the, beatbox your fears the thinking behind singing your fears is we all experience intrusive thoughts right Caroline like what do you think no. right now <laughs> kill Taylor <laughs> kill her um, yeah so we all have these negative thoughts that pop into our heads and if you have anxiety it makes it a lot worse and it's harder to chase away you know the intensity of the intrusive thoughts is bigger and the frequency um, always both She's always boasting always about bo- how big her intrusive <laughs> They are <laughs> giant. So to quote Stephen Hayes, uh, there is no delete button love in the... Stephen Hayes. I love Stephen Hayes. He's a psychology professor at the University of Nevada. Mm. He says there's no delete button in the nervous system. And he is somebody who has used Songify and other techniques in his practice. And he says, by telling yourself not to think about something, you're increasing the number of associates that remind you of it. So basically, we're designed to cling on to negative things because it's a protective evolutionary mm-hmm. mechanism. And the brain doesn't necessarily recognize that something's irrational, so it will still hold on to an irrational thought unless you address it. So the idea of doing a silly, meaningless song... Yeah. But even by saying, don't think about it, mm-hmm. that is thinking about it. That's true. So you need to think about it in a new way. Yeah. A song way. There were some hilarious examples in here. Um, I mean, the first one was... 
Uh, oh, this process, by the way, sorry, a little bit more science. It's called cognitive diffusion. It's been around for decades. Um, but before the app even came along, there were therapists that were having their patients sing their worries. And it says, Sally Winston, the co-director of the Anxiety and Stress Disorders Institute of Maryland, once treated a mother who would obsessively text her son to check on him. So Winston had her sing, Johnny is dead by the side of the road, to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Johnny. It's really hard to do that. Johnny is dead by the side of the road. Oh my god. That's so relaxing. uh, I feel better. (laughs) Johnny is dead by the side of the road. And then it said Hayes, who we quoted earlier, Stephen Hayes, 30 years ago saw an older patient who was a devout Catholic. So I think we know where this is going. It said that during Mass, she couldn't stop imagining the priest with penises growing out of his ears. And so did she sing it in the form of a hymn? Did they disprove that the penises weren't there? See, that's Ah. what I want to know. There's a lot going on with the Catholic Church. This poor woman, but it's kind of a letdown because it was like, well, what tune did she sing that to and what were the lyrics? But no, Hayes just had had to repeat it over and over until it lost its effect. He yeah. desensitized her. And I was like, no, give me the penis preachy song. <laughs> so if you guys want to pen that, please send it in. The penis There's a few song. different things that they, they said were similar methods, like mm-hmm. yeah, just repeating the unwanted thought out loud mm-hmm. until it loses its meaning, mm-hmm. sticking post-it notes of the thought all over the house, which is a horrible idea. Johnny is dead by the side of the road. Johnny. Yeah, like, again. <laughs> your visitors are going to see this. I know. Like, oh, shit, I forgot to take down the murder notes. Um, <laughs> and then uh, saying it in a cartoon voice, which is probably the closest one. Yeah, although like that silly. also could be oh. creepy. when you. Well, it depends on what character, I suppose. What characters can you do? Um, I bet you're great at cartoon none. voices. Uh, I can't even I think, can't of... think of any. I can think more of like Muppets, like the Muppet Money. voice. Oh, that's good. Sort I'm of. afraid of dying young and in a lot of pain. <laughs> I like it. Miss Piggy, I'm afraid if I keep eating pork, I'm doing bad things for the environment. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll never go vegan. I actually didn't know I could do Kermit this well. This is pretty well. For the rest of the podcast, I'm going to stick with this. Um, so, Caroline. Wow. I know. Jim Henson lives on in me. Mm-hmm. Henson lives on in me. He lives on me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag then, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> put, put your worst thoughts on a t-shirt. I didn't even see that. Really? And on send yourself emails that say, did you know you're unlovable? Have... That sounds horrible. That's no, no, no. You're like trolling yourself. Yeah. Can you yeah, reply to your own tweets <laughs> on a timer? Taylor, and are you arguing with yourself all again? All of those yes. have shown some success. Um, you're supposed to wear the t-shirt because the only reason you're supposed to, put to it burn in... the t-shirt. Well, no, 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 you're supposed to wear it. Again, my fears Johnny are so is dead embarrassing. By the time it's around. <laughs> Is that a band? Or... <laughs> yeah. Big hit. One thing I like is that it says um, that as well as sort of making it less foreboding by making it silly and meaningless, yeah. um, it also, somebody, I I don't know who, what expert this is, Sisty, mm. thinks Songify 
uh, might work by lighting up different parts of the brain, the regions associated with music and pleasure, rather than your fight-and-flight responses. Right. And that's pretty cool. Yes. I like lighting up different I like parts lighting of up brain. any kind of brain. But I like the idea that, yeah, you're, like, switching gears in your brain just by... Breaking in a song. Is that why we do it so much? I mean, who doesn't get pleasure for hearing sounds like that? (laughs) Johnny is dead by the side (laughs) of the road. (laughs) So, um, what were your expectations of this? I thought it was... Were you excited? Oh, no, yeah, I thought I was going to learn to be a musician. Besides wanting to compose it, were you like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this, or do you have any blockers on it? No, I thought it would be... Cool. I thought it would be sort of easy, easy to access and interesting and fun. Yeah. Awesome. Shall we share share? some of our experiences and songs? Oh, my God. I loved just looking at all my files in a row on mm-hmm. my phone because it just looked like a really bad Sarah McLaughlin album. Everything was like fear of death, fear of nothingness, fear of. It just I all looked I great, still don't you know? know who Sarah McLaughlin is. You told me. Oh, she's so like 90s, Lollapalooza era. So, yeah, I was really excited, and I did one straight away, and I was just lying in bed, chilling out. Oh, yeah, you got so into it immediately, because I suggest these things to Taylor, and, like, I'm, you know, with the bullet journal, and it's, like, five days later, I don't think this is going to be, I think it's going to be boring. And so sometimes I have fear of suggesting a task to Taylor, but she came straight back to me. Yes, 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 yes. You knew you'd hit on one someday. I yeah. am. I don't have a middle name. My parents didn't give me one, but I like to think it's Taylor Resistance Glam. <laughs> now it's Taylor Fear Song. And I kicked yeah. off like existential because I have my intrusive thoughts a lot of the time. They're either the really mundane. They're either to do with like something I have to do. They're super mundane or they're very existential. So I have a big fear of death, which I've talked about before. And I have these big waves of anxiety about death. So I'm lying there. You might have just messaged me about it. And I broke into this song. And before we play it, before Caroline hears it too, I have to tell you that I sang this song and I thought I was singing really quietly. And my husband just burst into the room with the most disturbed look I've ever (laughs) seen on his face other than like when I was giving birth and, you know, things were going down. And didn't say a word, just slow, in slow motion, just closed the door, but like continued to make eye contact with me, like so disturbed, but <laughs> had no words, had no words. Yeah. He looked through the door. Um, I don't know why. It's good. It sounds powerful. I don't know why he was so disturbed. All it was, was this. Right now, right this moment, I'm afraid of death. I don't want my parents to die. And I don't want my husband to die either. Please don't make me choose which one I'd want to go first. Now I feel really nervous. Because what if somebody asked me to do that? (laughs) Wow. I don't know why he was worried about me. me. Wow. Do you, you were, you were moving like, yourself forward into a position where you were about to choose <laughs> one of three options. How does this Who rock opera... Just, 
<laughs> wow. This is a real, I think technically it falls into sort of OCD thought technically, oh. which so I don't. She's I, always upgrading. I know. Her I'm not technically. Diagnoses. I'm not diagnosed with that, but I just know it's like a trait that comes with OCD that you play these games like, okay, the universe is going to ask me and whatever I think is going to happen. So I mm. have to think of who I would rather die. Like so I, did you say it would be you? I think that's fair. It's the only way to go. Because then you don't have to suffer. Yeah. Nobody does that. (laughs) So it was a weird kickoff, and I felt really weird that I got, like, caught doing it. Yeah. Did you have a conversation about it, or is that just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, he... It was a joke. I know. It's just a joke. No, no, he shut the door, and I went, it's for self-renovators, and he didn't respond. I'm like, self-renovators! I just kept shouting, and eh, he didn't come back. Ever. He's gone. So that's a positive. <laughs> how did, what, like, what was one of your first ones? Or like, how did you I kick I just have on? to say, I liked your childlike, ghoulish, <laughs> sort of Stephen King's it. Let the right one in. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that one was so creepy. my husband. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, what's that Japanese know. film where they go, uh, The Grudge. Have you ever oh, seen no, The Grudge? No. Oh, it's terrifying. Let me see it. There's a little ghost boy that just goes, uh... And then what happens? Uh, scary, scary, ghostly face <gasps> things. Ghostly face <gasps> things! <laughs> Tell me about you. Um, my fears. The first one, I didn't jump into it quite as fast, but I went in the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you can tell uh, when you listen to this... I'm like, I'm finding it quite hard to get it all out. about it? Yeah. I think maybe we just listen to it now okay. and then... Uh... Now I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I love that discomfort. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. I'm so afraid of doing my show that I have tidied up my house better than I ever tidied it up. Sounding like a dick when I play these on the podcast. (laughs) Not at all. I'm afraid of no one coming to my show except my favorite neighbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My neighbor Lydia. Well, normally I would be afraid of Lydia coming. She's coming with someone even more famous than she is. The famous lady who has kids at my school. And I don't want her to know that I'm a fucking idiot who can't get nobody except two people to my show. And maybe I'm not funny tonight. Really, really funny before. Jeez, I'm afraid I might be addicted to singing. If you can call the singing, I'm down now. Uh, 
Okay, first of all, you said you hadn't composed this. <laughs> what a liar. That was a beautiful composition. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could, I mean... you, could you credit the musicians, first of all? <laughs> the string quartet. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> um, also, for, for being uncomfortable, like, you really persisted. Jane and still let those pauses in between where we're going. <laughs> where were you? In my kitchen. It's oh, awful. it's your kitchen. I thought you were like, windy. waiting for a train. Very yeah. windy in my kitchen. Well, you haven't it? got walls, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I live in a box. Um, I apologize. That was extremely long. How did it, did it help you? Because you were talking a lot about like performance anxiety. Oh, yeah. Show. Well, first of all, so I was doing my show and, and, uh, and my neighbour is an actress, so she's got a, a level of well-knownness. And she, she's never been to see me before, so... Um, right. Um, but I really like her and I really get on with her. So I had yeah. that anxiety, but then, then, then mm. there's the anxiety of somebody who is an acquaintance, but just an acquaintance, plus they're a well-known... Yeah. Like... She's quite a well-known... She's been in... The, the other lady, who's the mum at school, she's been in films... Like Hollywood films, and um, I'm like, <laughs> and then what if it's just the two of yeah. them? <laughs> and then, and then I've got this material about the school and yeah. about the ridiculous names um, that the children have, and she has got a fairly ridiculously named child, a really nice name. Yeah, but I'm like, is it? Am I actually bullying these poor children <laughs> by doing? <laughs> By doing it, but in the end, of course, it turned out fine, and yeah. they were lovely, yeah. and they really enjoyed it. Um, so that was fine. <laughs> but um, the um, immediate, so that was my first attempt, and immediately yeah. got into that thing of like, I'm afraid of singing. I'm afraid of doing it wrong. I'm afraid of singing about yeah. my fears. Yeah. That's there straight away. Yeah. But I think you've been... And doing it incorrectly. And no one could call that incorrect. <laughs> that, that was like textbook. I mean, you say there's no such thing as perfection, but then you hear that. Uh, that's what's weird about this is you're not... Unless... Because the idea is not to script a song. It, you're supposed no, to just let your about, psyche yeah. take over. And it's, it's the process. creepy what comes... As witnessed by the death one, it's creepy what just comes out. I think, I guess the thing, we've added this new layer on of that we then have to present it. Yes, and I was self-conscious about that. To an audience, should one arise at any point. So that's a different, yeah, yeah, so that was there, the self-consciousness thing in there. And Mm. then the artistic judgment that we want it yeah. Everything we create. We see ourselves as creative people. Yeah. Everything we create should be art. Um, But... Another thing about it was it's like a cleansing splurge, a bit like the morning mm-hmm. pages from the artist's way, mm. where you just let everything out. Yeah, it's a purge. And then you can just get on with your day. It's a purge, but such a beautiful one. I know. It's oh. funny. My and, next one... And the asphyxiation. Did you get any asphyxiation? No, but I did, did not keep come close to going that long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mine are real snappy, but not because... Not because I couldn't have kept going, but it, it to be honest, this self-consciousness would kick in. So I probably didn't let loose. Now that I've heard that one, I was like, oh, I could have let loose, but I was slightly aware of, oh, this might be presented and we'll have to choose them. So I wonder yeah. 
I mean, I say that, and then you're going to hear the rest, and you'll be like, really, she she put thought into that. (laughs) Each one of these is an audition. Yes, but I, so I was anxious about a a comedy night as well, because I've I've launched a comedy night (gasps) in Kensal Green, and I, the moment I decided to do it, I've wanted to do it for ages, and I was nervous about it from the beginning, just what if it's, it's horrible, or nobody shows up, and the tech doesn't work, and... Um, so I was scared, so I, I launched into my own little, I'm scared of this comedy thing. Yeah. I'm afraid that the closer that it gets to my comedy night, comedy night, I'm gonna seize up in my stomach and my head with stage fright, stage fright, I wanna be a good MC, and everybody will come and see that I've got some skills from... I'm just afraid. Brilliant. I it's like pretty good. The, one. the refrain <laughs> and the rhymes, and then when you suddenly couldn't think of anything, you just <laughs> carried on like a true showman. <laughs> I think that, and that's kind of how the show went. So the show was last night, and I have to say. I was so much less nervous than I would have been, and I don't know if I can attribute it to that. That ditty. That little ditty. um, It really did do that thing of showing me how silly it was because it's yeah. just like it's it's a comedy night dude like just relax it's nobody a really cares. jolly little tune as well <laughs> and i like Thank this you. kind of your singing persona is like a sort of shirley temple oh like but like an adult dressed as a child oh <laughs> just for the death one <laughs> i'm shirley <laughs> here's shirley <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, thank you so much. Well done. My next one is, um, I was about to go on holiday. For me, this is interesting because I would totally have forgotten how anxious I was about this if I hadn't listened, hadn't had this record. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but it turns out this is the sort of thing I get really, really anxious about and it can take take up a whole day. Really? Um, so let's have a listen to what I'm anxious about. I'm excited. I'm anxious about writing a note for Melvin. What if I don't put in the correct information? What if Melvin hates me because I don't clean the house enough? What if I don't tell him properly about the compost? So Melvin is my family friend who's looking after the dog while I'm on holiday. Oh. And I was, not only was I anxious about, like, making the house tidy enough. Yeah. Um... But I was really anxious about how I was going to construct the note that I was going to leave with for him about all the stuff, including the new compost heap, which I thought of th- thought he was going to be into. Wow. Um, but it's so... I was thinking it was in my mind for two days, all this stuff about, about well should I even mention this or will he think I'm too nitpicky if I mention this or do I have to say this or that? And honestly, I wouldn't... I was first... My first reaction was like, oh, this is so stupid. Do I even need to think about this? But yeah, it would be actually really helpful for me if I could find a way not to get so bogged down by these mundane worries because I basically spent a whole day on this when I could have spent 
oh, man. 20 minutes. Was the... Do you think the main root of the worry was how Melvin would react to the note or that you wouldn't convey the information so that he wouldn't be able to complete the task? Mm. Like, was it the worry about the control over the house or his reaction to your communication? This is a really good question. Thanks. And I think this shows your history of therapist. Um... (laughs) As I'm, I'm biting my nails as I ask. <laughs> I, I think I don't think it was about relinquishing control of the house. I think it's mm. I think okay. There's so normally when we go away, um, we all go away at the same time. But uh, babes and our daughter had already left because I was doing these shows while they were yeah. away, and um, so it was all the whole responsibility of making the house ready for somebody else to come and inhabit it um, was on me. And I think normally mm. I'd go, oh, do I have to tidy this? And babes would go, oh, don't bother. And then neither of us would do it. And and you just go, oh, well, Melvin will just deal with it. Mm. But when it was just me, I was like, I'm going to make it really tidy. So you're I'm going to make it really tidy for Melvin. And then I'm going to write a really good note. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> I was such a loser. Anyway, the note was fine, readers. I No, I get it. And I think it's confronting when you identify these things that you don't always say out loud, but that can hold you hostage. And you're just used to letting them hold you hostage. And you don't necessarily tell anybody about it. And you feel like a freak because you have these. I totally get it. (laughs) I totally get it. Revealed. I will. Caroline fears a note. I will go over and over like an itinerary for a place I'm going and I will stare at my brother finally pointed this out because I didn't even realize, but I was, I was in New York visiting them like years ago and I was staring at my flight details and I didn't even realize I was like talking myself like through it out loud. He's like, dude, you have said that three times. And I was like, Oh, and just like to have it pointed out. I know, but it was like, I was there going like, so I'm going to get to JFK and then I'll have 25 (laughs) minutes before I have to go. And it's this fear that I'm not going to get it right, that I'm going to screw it up and I'll miss the flight. I don't know. Also, what is that was also recorded at my kitchen table. Why do I sound as if I'm running through undergrowth? You really do. It's really gross. I think it adds to the sort of like jilted anxiety (laughs) though. I like it. Mine took a weird turn. Um, cause I can find my anxiety in so many places. I pride myself on that. I started binge watching a show on Netflix called Afflicted. Have you seen that? No, I had, I had to cancel Netflix because my daughter was, um, just binge oh, watching a load of Like crap. sex mermaids? All the shows yeah, are sexy sex mermaids. mermaids. Oh. And she just like goes forwards to the kissing bit. Oh, these little perverts. (laughs) (laughs) So I started binge watching this show called Affliction on Netflix, and it's about people with uh, chronic illnesses that are either not identified or they've had a bunch of diagnoses, and most of them end up doing all sorts of alternative medicine. Is it a comedy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's an Apatow. I started to get obsessed about this this thing of somebody having a body that's unwell but no one can find the answer and mm. just people searching for a treatment and wanting to believe in that something is going to work and I just 
started to get like really fearful. I'm like, I'm such a candidate for this. And like, I almost just felt itchy and I'm like, I'm so the kind of person that would just get chronically ill because I don't know what else is going on. Um, so I, uh, this one, this one's called uh, fear of bizarre diseases. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, what if I come down with a weird disease? Let's throw this fear into the mix. It's because I was watching Affliction on Netflix. Chronic diseases that no one can cure. I'm sure I've worried about this before, but I chose to watch a TV show that drags out stories of people who are going through all sorts of things. I should start writing these songs in advance <laughs> my improv skills. <sighs> I'm afraid of how I can't improvise songs anymore, guys. That's actually the worst thing I've discovered in this journey of singing my fears. I don't want to brag, but I used to be able to really freestyle. <laughs> so I realized that my chronic illness is narcissism because yeah. <laughs> I ended up turning it around to like, I used to be so good at just breaking in a song and improvising. So my brain went from, I could be chronically ill and these poor people into like, Boy, if I had to get on stage right now and improvise a song, I don't know if I'd be the best. <laughs> and that is not the only one that veered into that territory. Well, I, did, I mean, I did that in the first one as well, didn't I? I think it's natural. Yeah. But uh, I have to say there's some classy manoeuvres musically you. in there. See some you. good rhymes. Stroking the ego. Then just That's before good. the breakdown... <laughs> Uh, there was, was a fabulous <gasps> opportunity for a rhyme that you missed. I think your fear is well-founded. <laughs> <laughs> what was the rhyme I, I missed? Think, wasn't it, didn't you say the stories they tell? Yeah. About they've been through all sorts of... of hell. Things. Things. <laughs> oh, my gosh, and I actually did that line. See? You know? My, my fear is... Chronic mental illness, and it's like that ship has sailed, so just embrace yeah. it. <laughs> like, stop it. There's no song that's gonna get you out of that, sister. Oh, no, my but gosh. I suppose in a way it worked because it took you away from your worry about the uh, diseases and back into your real life, which is all about mm. how good you are at showing off. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not, I did forget that song, but now that I listen to it, I remember even in the moment being like, Oh, you're such a you're so self-centered. This is funny. So I was able to recognize it. So at least and you're able to make yourself it. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're your own biggest fan, Taylor Glenn. Yeah, I suppose it helped in its own way. <laughs> yeah. Hooray, hooray! When I finally got onto holiday, um, the whole summer had been such a. Um, like, just a crazy logistical chaos of, like, going back and forth across the country with with child, without child, handing over the child, that by the time right. we actually got all on holiday as a family, um, it felt like we were strangers. Oh, babe, my gosh. Babes and I. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was some tension. and But when I told him about the task, he leapt in with his own singing... Uh, so he didn't close the door and look at me through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Babes just dove in. And um, it was 
it was uh, so it was really it was really cool like it brought us together and um um Aww. and he so and it, it gave me a new way in because i because all the ones i've done so far are very wobbly mm. he was much more structured oh my gosh we look all sunny and share about this uh-huh da, 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 da. <laughs> wait yeah. are we about to hear the two of you well i'm gonna play we did quite a lot uh, and it's all slightly grossly uh, self-indulgent. Aww, so I'm but I love what a twist. Play a little bit of babes, okay. and then a little bit of me, and then a little bit of us together. There's no harmonies. Don't get your. There's no harmony in our relationship. <laughs> I'm worried about the future. I'm worried about the past. I'm worried of all the things I've done will come and bite my ass. Oh my God. I'm sad. My family doesn't love me. I don't love myself. I'm becoming to get ugly. I used to be handsome. A very handsome man. Oh my God. And now I'm fat Jeff Green. With no guitar and no plan. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and he just, he couldn't. I, I'm like convulsing with joy right now. <laughs> I didn't know that you were married to the Go Compare Man. <laughs> that, he couldn't stop. He's so operatic. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept doing it. And like a little self conscious oh. Italian man. Um. He just kept he kept doing this tune and like on and on and on about all sorts of I'm afraid my parents don't love me. <laughs> it was very revealing. Oh, I'm a little bit in love with babes. <laughs> I find that the most endearing thing that he just burst into that. Yeah. Like that's hot. Um, super hot. Did you have like convulsions? Sing your, also. Like sing your fantasies would be would be a good one. <laughs> Tie me up, tie me up, but not too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, I found it uh, like hard to, like I found it really impressive how you just launch into it and you go and the, and they're making rhymes, but they weren't holding him back; they were freeing him up. I'm and, so um, impressed. So um, there's a little one that I did. I think the next day to the same tune. Yeah. Okay. I'm worried my body is broken. I'm worried about my hips. I'm worried I broke my body on the total zebra ride at Aqualat. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear my daughter doing the old um, <laughs> education kitty. <laughs> it kind of worked. <laughs> it's like your brain went, hey. <laughs> and then. I yeah. love your little laughs together. Aww. Oh, you made this a group activity. What a great idea. You made it a love activity. Um, and then if my husband hadn't closed the door maybe oh no exactly connected. Um, oh and, I can listen to this all the time well, <laughs> I will be releasing an album <laughs> you should oh, for, where's the next sunny oh, and fair <laughs> so let's see what happens here I'm worried that Steve is better at singing about his fears than me I'm supposed to be the one who's getting on TV you need therapy, not TV. I'm just a simple accountant. My name's Steve. It's such a common name. How can I stand out? 
from the crowd and be a man amongst the world, someone to shout about. Oh. I feel another <laughs> one coming on. I can feel another one coming on, baby. I'm going to get better. Disgusting. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop smoking. There's also quite a lot of um, my daughter going, shut up, shut up, while we're doing this. <laughs> Mummy and Daddy are singing the fears. <laughs> oh, I, there's something about the There's something about the You can feel, like, he's throwing himself into that, and it's so... I fancy him a little bit, I feel. Is that inappropriate? And he was completely topless with <laughs> I don't even want to play any more of mine because you can't. I, there's no way I can top that. Oh. Oh, my god. That's a nice memory. That's um, To counterpoint that, mm. another moment in the holiday mm. is... I'm afraid of doing nothing important or useful during my life. I'm sitting here in my cell, looking at the sea, which is very impressive. Oh, what am I? Useless piece of snot on the handkerchief of life. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. It went a little Tom Waits there for a yeah. second, too. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Oh. That's the reaction. I mean, it's taking it a step too far, isn't that? Like that sort of comparing yourself to others. But when you're comparing yourself to the Mediterranean Sea and finding yourself lacking. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what it's supposed to do. That's not what it's supposed to do. My. My final one that I will end with is I suddenly had, because I, because I took to this task so well, I'm like, am I going to have to do this for the rest of my life to function? Like uh-huh. if I actually gotten addicted to it and I'm going to have to start doing it in public. task is a life, life sentence. <laughs> it's a life sentence. So this was the fear of having to sing my fears forever. Singing about my fears has made them go away a lot. I'm feeling pretty even keel But then I had this scary thought What if I have to sing my fears For the rest of my fucking life <laughs> Have to do it in public Look like a crazy wife That was the only word That ran with life In my head I'm more than just a wife Now I'm afraid that I think I'm just a wife <laughs> Identity fear <sighs> And that's me in a nutshell. Identity fear. (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. So, who was it good for? Oh, that wasn't as good. Who was it good for? How was it good for? I think winners like us. Winners like us. I think think it's good for everyone. Like, shake yourself up a bit. Get a bit of... I don't think it's going to do any harm. I mean, they said, like, with therapeutic patients, that obviously if you're going through a massive trauma, you're not going to be in the place to try this out. It's kind of... You have to have a certain degree of self-awareness that you feel safe enough. Again, boasting about her (laughs) self-awareness. Yeah, I think it's about things that you worry about that you can't change Mm -hmm. and that it doesn't help you to fixate on. It's good because it gives you a little bit of distance. Yeah. And puts it into perspective or, like, takes the... And also, you have, like, an album that you can give away at Christmas to everyone. Yes. So you've or made... sell. Yeah. I'd sell it to my family at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Make some money out of those I'm afraid my parents don't love me. 
Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Um, adapt, adopt, or drop? I did have this fear that I hadn't made the most of it. Okay. But then I just always have that fear of everything, I suppose. You do, you do. So, um, but I felt like there's more to it that I didn't quite reach. Dude, you did it as a couple. You elevated this task to we like an intimate... Swung. We were swingers. Singing swingers? No, Singing swingers. it's not swingers if it's only one couple. No. I think you How about nailed this. I invite you two round for some two-way duets. Well, now I'm afraid, like, because I kind of want to ask... Sing it. I want to ask G to do it with me, and then if he's like, no, I feel I'm really... afraid he won't do it with me. <laughs> I would like, um, I would like to be more musical. <clears throat> That's a good final Honestly, thought. <laughs> I had, um, in my, I had in my acupuncture, you do a relaxation thing where I'm supposed to empty my mind, and it worked, mm-hmm. you know, and just focus on, like, do a body scan... And yeah. Oh God, we're just bringing together all our tasks. Oh. Go, Are we um, becoming whole? Mm, no, more like a donut. <laughs> the hollow centre. Anyway, um, she told me to, you know, a relaxation, empty your head, empty your head. And then into that empty space came a fully formed Edinburgh show where we sing about different fears, you and I, and we win... All the prizes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, just to let you know. Wow. Next episode, we're going to sing for next Sing August. our delusions. Yeah. I'm up for it. Um, Final thoughts. What would Bon Jovi do? He'd, He'd probably just carry just on talk. as normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Singing my fears. That's okay. My career. Is over anyway. Oh. Oh my god, that probably is what he fears. That's cruel. He's an actor. He was in Sex in the City. That's like 20 years old. (laughs) And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Johnny is dead by the side of the road. Johnny is dead by the side of the road. Johnny's dead at the side of the road. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast, then keep listening. And don't forget to to self-renovate. renovate.